Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. Did you get the video that I sent? Yes. Is that a rattlesnake? It's a baby rattlesnake. Could you hear it? Yes. It was scary. I know. And that's in your yard? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Now it's by the river across the street, but it was in my yard. I hope it doesn't come back. Uh Uh-huh, I know. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai right outside LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to talk about getting our work legs back now that the WGA strike is over. Woohoo! Woohoo! Then, in Take a Hike, we'll share why we're forming a health focused book group. And this week's Hollywood hack is local and seasonal. Then Liz has a celebrity sighting and a book recommendation. Liz, you have been really hitting the spot with all these celebrity sightings lately. I know. I, I Something's in the air, Sarah. So I'm seeing all the celebrities now. Okay, before we dive in, Sarah, we want to remind everyone that we are hosting a Happier in Hollywood retreat in Ojai at the Johnny Cash Ranch On October 20th through 22nd, if you want information, email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com, and we can give you all of the details. We do have spots left, although I think all the rooms are full at the house. There may be one, like, bed left if you want to share a room with someone, if a woman wants to share a room with someone. Um, But, of course, you can find your own accommodations. Yes, and we <laughs> we heard that apparently there's a big golf tournament in Ojai that weekend. So I know some people are finding accommodations in Ventura, which is yes. beautiful and very close. Yes. So again, email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com if you want more information. Okay, Liz, I can't believe it, but it's time for From the Treadmill Desks Of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week... There is no more WGA strike, so we are going to talk about getting our work legs back. Not our sea legs, but our work legs. 
Yes, that's right. Yay, the strike is over. Yay, yay, yay. But this means, Sarah, getting back to business as usual, whatever that means now. I think none of us quite know what the new normal is. But after five months of Hollywood being completely frozen, the weird thing for us is it feels as if before the strike It was just like a weekend happened, and now we're back to exactly where we were the day before the strike. Yes, it is very odd. I think for all of the months of the strike, we felt like, well, we'll come back. We don't know what will still be around that we're working on. We don't know what will go away. We, You know, everything is going to shift this way and that way. And instead, it's like, nope, everything stayed. We're just getting right back. It's like you got out of a hot bath for a second, and now you're getting back in. That is exactly what it's like. And that's good news for us that our projects yeah. have not gone away. I know some people's projects have gone away. So definitely feel for them happy that ours are still here. But yeah, we are reintroducing ourselves to the material. We reread our script. We reread our notes that we were about to do. We have a pitch that we're very far down the road on. So we're familiarizing ourselves with that and getting ready to do a rewrite on that. Sarah, the great thing is we're still super psyched about our projects. I mean, that's a relief, I have to say, because Often, if you leave something for a while and you come back, you're like, so I am happy to discover that we still are really into all the things that we're doing. Yeah. And one thing we have to do is balance all of these different things. So the nice thing, like Fantasy Island was a huge amount of work, could be overwhelming at times, but it was one thing. Like, we were like, okay, this is what we're doing every single day. We wake up, we work on Fantasy Island, we go to bed. Now we have to decide, okay, what are we working on this morning? How far are we getting on this? What about this other project? Um, Then we have something that is on a slower burn, I guess I'd say, another pitch that we don't want to lose momentum on. So that's going to be a challenge to, after doing none of those things, to suddenly be balancing them and making progress on all fronts at the same time. Yeah, and I would say before the strike, they were naturally staggered. Yes. And now suddenly it's like, okay, dive back into all of them all at once. Go. Yes, you're exactly right. That is the challenge, isn't it? That they're now on the exact same track. Yeah, like we have meetings about everything this week. Yes, yes. Now, a couple of things, Sarah. One is we do not want to lose focus on our novel. Right. We really don't. And I will say we already have gotten together. We've done our reconnect that we said we were going to do. About the characters. Yes, about the characters. So we've done that, thank goodness. And we know what the next, I don't know, what's six or seven scenes are that each of us are writing. So we have momentum, and yeah, we we cannot lose the momentum. Yeah, so I was thinking, Sarah, about what action item you and I can take out of this segment um, and that might be useful for others who are in the same position. And I think for us, creating deadlines for each of these things, separate from what the deadlines are from outside people. So there are going to be deadlines imposed, I'm sure, by executives. But because we have all these different things we're doing, we need our own internal deadlines 
so that we stay on course. Yes. And I think one of the challenges is that I doesn't feel to me like the companies have figured out their plan yet. Right. So we don't know how much of a rush or not a rush any of these projects are going to be. I mean, it's a very strange place. We have to wait to hear from them. Okay, we need this really fast. Okay, this won't be for a few months. Okay, you know, it's it's a weird, it's just a weird time. Once again, I mean, it's been a weird time for years, but it's continuing to be a weird time. But the one thing we certainly can control is the book and book deadlines. Yes, because it's very important to us that we finish it for many reasons. But one, because we said we were going to. And we are obligers. And we are obligers. And we want to sell it and we want to we want it out in the world. But yeah. it's going to be a little more challenging now. Although at the same time, I feel so much more energetic now that the strike is over. Yeah. I I think I didn't fully realize how much it was just weighing me down physically. Yes. The first several days after the strike, I was exhausted. Mm. When the stri- I, I just like shut down and I was just completely exhausted. But now, then I was like, oh, oh, we're heading into a new normal, one that I like more. <laughs> yes. I feel more like myself for sure than I have in the last five months. So I think that's going to make it easier to work on all of these things. But we have to keep on it, which is a it's a good thing we have this podcast because we'll be reporting on what we've yes. done, and that is some outer accountability for us. Indeed. And we also want to remind everyone that sag After is still on strike. The actors are still striking. I think it's 116,000 of them. They're meeting with the companies this week. Obviously, we hope for a fast and positive resolution for them and solidarity with sag After. Absolutely. Give those actors a fair deal. Next up, we have a take a hike that is going to make us healthier, we hope. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their 
local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Okay, Sarah, we're back with Take a Hike, where we talk about mental, physical, spiritual, emotional health. Today, we're focusing on physical health, and we're talking about why you might want to form a one-time book group. And this came out of our recent stay at the Emerald Iguana Inn. Yes, we have said for, I I mean, I don't even know how long that we were going to, with our friend Corrine, spend a night at the Emerald Iguana Inn, relax, have dinner, chat, just, Corrine did spa treatments. We worked while she was at the spa treatments, but you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we finally did it, and while we were there, we started talking about a book called Outlive, The Science and Art of Longevity by Dr. Peter Adia with Bill Gifford. Yes, so um, this is a book that my sister gave to my dad, (laughs) and he absolutely loves this book and um, has been talking about it, and he knows a million people who've read it, and my sister knows a bunch of people who've read it and thought it was really great about longevity, and I really want to read it, and I brought it up to you and Corrine, and then you two said, well, we want to read it as well, and we decided that we were all going to order it and have a one-time book club to discuss Outlive. Yes, this is not like a book club where we're committing to read one health book every month for the rest of our lives. This is just, we're going to focus on this book, talk about it with each other, and take advantage of our mutual obligerness. Yes, because one thing for me, Sarah, is I always buy health books, but I don't read them. And that's why I'd been hesitating to get this book because I thought, I don't want to get another book that I don't read. Yeah. So the idea that, again, being an obliger, need the outer accountability, the fact that we're all going to get together and discuss it means I will read it. Yes. And I actually love health books. I used to read a ton of them. I have entire bookshelves full of them because I really find them fascinating. But As soon as the pandemic hit, it was just like out. I couldn't even think about it. So I'm excited because it gets me back into a subject that I'm really interested in and that I have just totally forgotten about for far too long. (laughs) Yes. One thing I love, Sarah, is that it has art in the title, the science and art of longevity. I think I'm very drawn to the idea that it's not just science, but, you know, that there's an art to it. Yes. So I can't, I'm actually very excited to read this. And I will just throw out to our listeners, if anybody else wants to read this book, read it now, because I'm sure once we read it, we'll share some of our findings. Spoiler alert, I know that one of the things he talks a lot about is cardio and that we need to do more cardio, which I'm not excited about because I hate cardio. (laughs) But I do know that that is one takeaway. 
But and another takeaway, which I also like about the book, is about emotional health. I mean, it's yes, it's physical, but it talks about how our emotional health and our physical health are really intertwined. So uh, I'm into it. I'm excited. Okay, good. And also, um, Sarah, I loved our our night away to celebrate the end of the strike with Kareen. That oh. that definitely contributed to my emotional health for sure. Yes, a really great evening. Okay, Liz, let's talk about this week's Hollywood hack. I'm very excited for this one. Try your local farm box. Here in Ojai, we have a local farm box called Ojai Roots. They deliver every Wednesday. It's like fresh local produce. And I am obsessed with it. First of all, it's enough for two weeks. Like it's only me and Violet. So it will last for two weeks if we, you know, treat it correctly. And it's only $40 every box. So it's just a wealth of all these fabulous, fresh, wonderful things. Cherry tomatoes, winter squash right now, leeks, greens, shishito peppers, Liz. Mm. For two weeks, we've gotten shishito peppers. I give them to Violet's friend's mom because she (laughs) loves them and I don't. You're not a fan. Nope. So it's just all of these wonderful, healthy, local foods that are just right here waiting to be eaten. And I'm so obsessed with it. So So many places have these local farm boxes. They're great for your health, great for the environment, wonderful in all kinds of ways. So if you've looked into it, look again. And if you haven't, check it out because they're out there and they're so cool. So Sarah, do you then cook around what you get? Like you say, oh, this is squash. So now I'm going to figure out something to make with squash. Yes, we have some really awesome kabocha squash. So I'm either going to make it with like a maple syrup soy sauce that I found a recipe for or make it into a soup. I haven't decided, but yes. Wow, that's impressive. That's very Ojai of you. But yes, I know that this is available in so many places and this is the kind of thing I should do, but I fear that if I do it, the vegetables will just languish in the fridge. But maybe after I read my Outlive book, there I'll be you inspired go. to eat more vegetables. <laughs> For sure. Suddenly you'll be having lots and lots of greens and doing tons of cardio. <laughs> yeah. What I love about this, Sarah, is, you know, you moved to Ojai for a reason. And yes. yes, you can get a farm box everywhere. But in Ojai, it's like the farm is down the road. And it's got to be the freshest stuff you could possibly get and at a good price. Yes. And that feels like you're really taking advantage of the town. It's a good thing. I like it. It's a good thing. Okay. So for those of you in Ojai, Ojai Roots, and the rest of us, probably if we Google it, we will find our own local farm box. For sure. Coming up, Liz, you had another celebrity sighting, but first this break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, Sarah, we're back with a celebrity sighting. This one um, I had took place at Fryman Canyon this weekend. 
So, you know, I'm doing my Fryman 100. So, Sarah, I am getting myself to Fryman whenever I can. (laughs) Um, It's definitely going to be a push to get to 100. But I was there this weekend, and I saw Nicole Richie and her husband, Joel Madden. So, Nicole Richie is Lionel Richie's daughter, for those Lionel Richie fans out there. She really became famous when she did The Simple Life with Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. And um, now she's a judge on Making the Cut, which is a fashion competition show that I absolutely love. It is on Amazon, hosted by Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn. And her husband, Joel Madden, is from the band Good Charlotte. And I believe Cameron Diaz is married to his brother. Yes, I think so. So anyway, they were there, totally mellow. They had their two gorgeous German shepherds. You know, now that I'm a dog person, Sarah, I look at all the dogs and notice all the dogs. Well, as you know, I'm not a Nicole Richie person, but I mean, I think she's wonderful, but I know very little about her. But what I love is that you were like, their dogs are so gorgeous. (laughs) This is not something pre-dog person Liz would have said. No, but I was like, look at those gorgeous dogs. They're so well, like, taken care of, and they're so, uh, they seem so friendly. Yes, beautiful German Shepherds. But so that was fun. Fun to have when you see a couple together because it feels like, oh, there's a little slice of real life coming at me. Yeah, you've seen two couples now. I know. It's like it's couple season. Yes, because I saw Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. I don't know if they're officially a couple, but they have two kids together. And Fryman Canyon, Sarah, it's the spot, you know? It's a place where if you go there on a weekend morning, you are very likely to uh, see a celebrity. You never know. And then, Liz, you also have a recommendation this week. Yeah, so every week one of us gives a recommendation for a book, a movie, a podcast, a TV show, just anything that we love. Doesn't have to be new, just something we love. And I want to recommend a memoir that I just, I actually listened to it, but I'm sure it's also good if you read it. It's called Shoe Dog, a memoir by the creator of Nike by Phil Knight. Phil Knight founded Nike. I love this book. So, you know, Sarah, that I love business stories. That is my (laughs) jam. I love business stories in book form, in podcast form, in series form. Any way I can get a business story, I love it. So this is very up my alley. But I also thought it was just a great story of coming of age, of figuring out what one wants to do with one's life, There was also that really fun movie recently called Air, which was about how Air Jordans became a thing with Nike. But this is really the story leading up to that. I mean, he mentions that, but it's really everything that comes before. And one thing that I like about it is I thought, well, this could be a great book for a teen who's really into shoes. Now, I don't know... If Violet's into shoes, it's de- don't want to be gendered, but it is, I think, more a boy thing often than a girl thing to be into sneakers, although I think more and more girls are also into sneakers. Mm-hmm. But this is sort of the ultimate sneaker guy is Phil Knight. So I think it's a subject that a lot of people find interesting. A lot of stuff I didn't know about how Nike came to be and why. Like, it's in Portland. You know, Nike is famous 
for being in Oregon, and you understand why that is. Um, so I didn't just, even uh, know that, to be honest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I knew that partly because Liz Dolan, one of the Satellite Sisters, you know, we love the Satellite oh, Sisters. Yes. She worked at Nike um, uh, in Portland, so I knew that. <laughs> and I knew it from air as well. So anyway, that's just my little shout out to Shoe Dog. Recommend it for anybody who loves a good business story. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. And if you are interested in the Happier in Hollywood retreat in Ojai, October 20th to 22nd, send us an email. We can send you the information. Time is getting short. It's almost here. Yes. Thanks for listening. And please follow us if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram and threads at S. Fane and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fane. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Sarah, I should have mentioned that I've also just listened to um, this book, Strip Tease, T-E-E-S, which is about um, American apparel and what oh. happened at American Apparel, which is a very interesting, juicy story. Indeed. That one, I should read that one. That was, isn't that like in near Echo Park where you used to live? Yes. We would pass that store all the time when you lived in Echo Park. It was right near your house. Yes. And the sort of borderline inappropriate billboards. Yes. <laughs> it's all about that. I think oh. they yeah, beyond borderline, but yes. Yeah. So read that. Okay. From the Onward Project.